Raheem, you've been doing this podcast with me now for 75 official episodes, correct? Correct. Multiple bonus episodes, multiple premium episodes, and even multiple episodes that didn't make it to air, correct? Correct. And in that time, you've heard me utter on multiple occasions a phrase which has damn near become a quote at this stage mm-hmm. or a catchphrase of mine where I say, I a quote, I'm only crazy until I'm right. Correct? Correct. A few podcasts ago, I came on here and I, I made a statement. Um, and initially, you you laughed at me. Um, not to say that you, you <laughs> called me crazy or you wholeheartedly disagreed, but you did, you know, laugh and chuckle as if there was no validity, really, to my statement. And God, in his infinite wisdom mm. and mercy in our, in our time away, bestowed onto me a verse that not only encapsulated everything that I was saying, but damn near confirmed my whole theorem and hypothesis mm-hmm. of what I was saying at that time. And I want to bestow that verse onto you today and onto <laughs> our listeners to once again prove that I'm only crazy until I'm right. Okay. And the beauty about this verse that I'm going to bestow onto you today is that mm-hmm. it confirms that I was never even crazy in the first place. Right, okay. All right. And I quote, Now I can't tell what's a better accessory, my new watch or the chick that's standing next to me. Mm-hmm. Killing niggas at rap, but being the man's my specialty. I love shitting on all my exes, especially, close quote. <laughs> Raheem, did I or did I not two podcasts ago come on here and say Big Sean is the Taylor Swift of rap because all he likes to do is shit on his exes for no reason? <laughs> that was Big Sean's own words on the song What Goes Around, which released in 2011. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I'm the one that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> his own words out his own mouth that he then put on record and released to the world. You and yeah. I have been listening to it for over a decade. <laughs> yeah, you know you can't. We have to put to bed that whole oh, I'm a big Sean fan. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. No, that's why I was listening you're to the song. Either. That's why I was listening to the song. It's proof. It's proof. It's proof. That's verse two. It's not even verse one. It's not like I heard the song and I left it. I was all the way listening to this song. I was in there with my car. What goes around? around. I don't ever want to come down. So baby, tell me it's time to go. Tell me you gotta leave. He's the one who said, I love shitting on my exes especially. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. It just proves my point. He's the Taylor Swift of rap. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the lane he's chosen. He said it. Those are his words. We got to the 70s and you said, you know, it's up shit on Big Sean. No, 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 no. no. There's no shit. There's no shit. Where's that shit? This is beautiful. He's the one one who says Taylor Swift is a highly successful recording artist. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with being a highly successful recording artist? I know millions oh of people God. across this planet who wish they could be Taylor Swift. And so and one of them is Big Sean. <laughs> Power to the people, we're back to do maintenance. 
Yeah, yeah, we got rock, rock, rock like crack when it came in. It's me, it's me, it's podcast P. We got you stuck off the realness. Yeah, yeah, we be the infamous you heard of us. Official Detroit murderers. Thank you once again for joining us on another one of our instinctive travels down the path of rhythm. Thank you for joining us once again as we maraud into the midnight. Thank you for joining us as we once again enter the Wu-Tang. Yes, all 36 chambers. Thank you for joining us as we once again show you how to seize control. Thank you for joining us here at Hotel Soul Soul separately. Thank you for joining us as we um, work through the issues that we've got. Uh, thank you for joining us as we big step onto a high level of morale. And once again, mm. as always, if ever along your journey you lose your way, feel free to call me if you get lost. I'm, of course, one half of your host, Podcast P. Um, aka two phones, but I only use one in this bitch. Aka two laptops, but I only use one in this bitch. Aka two cars, but I only use one in this bitch. <laughs> Ask yeah. about me. Ask about me on that one. Aka two degrees, but I only use one in this bitch. Aka two, two coffee travel cups, but I only use one in this bitch. Aka two kettles, but I only use one in this bitch. Aka two sets of hand cream, but I only use one in this bitch. Um, yeah, that's me, man. Um, At what point does it become you're just an inefficient person? <laughs> oh, why do you keep on owning two things when you only need one? Am I inefficient? Or like Hope said, don't buy it unless you can buy it twice. Turn, turn, stop recording right now. <laughs> stop just recording right now. <laughs> is it inefficient? Or is it? Or is it? That's to be a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Because he said, "Don't buy it unless you buy it twice." He said, "Buy it twice." If you can I can buy it twice. Why not? Why not? Because that means, that, means that now you need to be able to buy it four times. I can. You buy four cards. I got it like that. Oh shit! I got it like that. I got <laughs> so it you're like that. podcast money from hey, me. Bro. hey bro, hey bro, hey bro. You ain't asked for the accounting. You know what I'm saying? Ask for the accounting. Yeah. We'll get some accounting up in here. We'll get some accounting up in here, man. man. I'll send you your Excel spreadsheet right now. I'll send it right now. Um, that voice across from me is, of course, my illustrious co-hostess with the most s. Um, they call him Ladies Love Cool K. <laughs> Oh no, we're not doing this. <laughs> uh, it's the guy that gave him the varsity the hook. That's where we pod sounds like Kex featuring Kex. Yo, we take one week off, this nigga stops. <laughs> this nigga forgets himself. <laughs> That's the ladies love cool K. Man, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Track 75. Man. Man. Three quarters of the way to 100. Mm -hmm. Wow. I used to pray to time, for times like this, man. To, to grind, grind like this. So I had to grind like that to shine, to shine like this. Like in the back of the. Yeah, let me. Half slots on wrist. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, oh my God. It was time to marry the game. And I said, yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, I do. If you want it, you got to see it with a clear eye view. Because surely she tried to bless me. Like I said, I chewed. I said, I chewed. That is one of the most underrated bars, by the way. Now, bar gets so slept on. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yo, oh man, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Um, how are you, man? How are I got you? some how things. I, I got some things I want to get off my chest, Raheem. Wow. Okay. So the first thing that we started with wasn't just 
the only thing you want to get off your chest this week? No, I got two more things I need to get off my chest, man. All music mm. related, all music related. Wow. So I'm keeping it pod related, but I got two things I need to get off my chest. So that was one. Okay. Here's number two. Mm-hmm. Mm. I get him. Get him. I get him. I get him. Look, there are times in your life, right, where a rapper will say something and you won't necessarily feel it at the time because you yourself need to um, elevate to a higher plane mm. to understand what said artist or said rapper was saying. Mm-hmm. And in the past two weeks, I finally understood the pain, the angst, and the 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 sadness that Cole was going through when he said, and I quote, my only regret was too young for, for Nia Long. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I finally got it. I finally understood. I finally like it it was some things happened in the past two weeks. We don't need to discuss it, but some things happened mm. that made me realize, mm. yo, I get him. Bam. I regret being too young for Nia Long. Bam. Because right now is the perfect time for me. Yo, oh my goodness. I would have never done you like that, Queen. Like, I'm such a <laughs> me. Like, I've realized in the past maybe two years, my bag is the shoulder to cry on for real. For real. <laughs> Bam. I'm so good at the shoulder to cry. That's why I do sh- that's why I do shoulders in the gym like so often. Man, people think I wear hoodies as a joke. No, bro, they absorb tears bro, like a bro. That cotton polyester. <laughs> I will feel like a blanket, bro. This sh- let this shoulder comfort you, be. Oh my goodness! And again, we don't have to get into the specificities of what done went on, but just not, mm. I, I really understood what Cole meant when he said, "My only regret was too young for Nia Long." But I understood. I understood after I watched that episode of Fresh Prince again. No, I feel you. Maybe a year later. But now, I really Now, understand. I really understand. Like, <laughs> this is like, oh, wow. I didn't even know. So, J. Cole was really, really... How did J. Cole know? How did he know? Just like Brian and horse. <laughs> I said... <laughs> yeah, is that double finger point? That? Here's the other thing I want to get off my chest. Mm. And I feel like you'll be able to relate to this one. Okay. Raheem. Mm-hmm. I too hate YG's baby mama. <laughs> Why do you hate YG's baby mama? Because <laughs> YG so hate so much hates his baby mama that he made a song <laughs> where the hook is I hate my baby mama. My baby mama. On repeat. And it made me yeah. and it made me sit there as I'm driving. I'm like, damn, what did these niggas do to make them so mad? <laughs> and like, YG someone who's like, he's committed several crimes before in his life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, if he gets to the point where he's so aggrieved by you mm. that he has to make a song ex- exclaiming to the public how much he hates you. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like he's in the wrong. Yeah, no. Like, clearly, clearly, that song is a last resort. That's what I'm saying. 
he knows there's no coming back from that. So he says, you know what, yeah, it doesn't matter. There's no creativity to the hook. But I'm not what, bam, he's like, I hate my baby mom. I hate my <laughs> baby mom. That's said, it. Oh, wow. Okay. He's just repeating it. <laughs> he's really trying to drive home the point that, yo, <laughs> I hate my baby mama. <laughs> yo, you repeat that so many, and it's catchy. How do you say that? <laughs> I wanted to dance to that. Man, I'm so happy YG's back. <laughs> I'm so happy he's back. Man, what did she do? Like, <laughs> you know, I already know what she did. I know what she did. Do you want me to tell you what she did? What she did? Um, basically, he came with food for his child, and she expected him to feed all eight of her kids. Nah, he he came. Problems. He came with food for himself, and then she said, <laughs> "Where's mine?" And mm. he said. That's the last fucking straw. This is the last. You know oh my goodness. Oh my God. <laughs> but I said, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? I'm going to studio right now. <laughs> there was, there was like you walked back into the house with food. And everyone was like, ah, where's mine? In the that fucking was... shop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many hours no. I worked to afford this? <laughs> Um, <laughs> said, where's mine? I can't. I don't got it like that. I don't got I don't it, like, got it that. like that. I'm broke, B. There are so many people in this house. Want me to feed all your mouths? All like, of I'm your mouths. No. <laughs> what did what did what did Lil Wayne say back? Ace Hood say back to the closed mouths don't get fed on this boulevard. Fam, <laughs> it's your fault that you didn't know that I was ordering when I was ordering. That's what I was saying. If you had asked, then I would have just cooked rice. But no one asked. <laughs> so me, I'm enjoying my food by myself. You wasn't even hungry when I left the house. Mm. It's only now that I've walked back in that you're Man. saying, oh, I'm hungry. You didn't think of anyone else. No. No, I didn't. Bam. Look at that. I was here hungry by my... You weren't with me shooting in the gym. Bro, you weren't. <laughs> you weren't with me when I was shaking in that work meeting. Because <laughs> my stomach was rumbling. Fam, when I was going through delivery, thinking, man, what do I actually what do I want? Actually want? You didn't help me none for of, a second. None of I this sounds appealing. <laughs> you didn't help me pay that delivery charge. You didn't help my me pay God. the delivery charge. My God. But you feel entitled to what's on my... I'll make some too. <laughs> <laughs> I hate these hungry niggas. I hate these hungry niggas. <laughs> Yeah, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. <laughs> let's wrap up. I think I think I think we've I think we've done what we needed to do today. I don't really think there's much more that we need to get to and address. Um yeah. Yeah. I said nothing but the hits. Nothing but the hits. <laughs> nothing but the hits. Nothing but the motherfucking hits. How's your week been? What have you been listening to? A bit of everything, man. Literally a bit of everything. I've been stuck on um I just wanna sing. Funnily mm. enough. The album is so good. It's so good. And it's like, I think because I had never sat down and like fully listened to it in its entirety, it's been an album that I'm just stuck on because I'm enjoying it kind of for the first time. Even though I've heard a few of those songs before, it feels like a new experience for me. And it feels like a new experience in 2022 is crazy. But hey, man, that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Um, A lot of Simba. Mm-hmm. Simba, that album is special. Mm-hmm. It's very special. Um, 
man, man, I've enjoyed that album a lot. It's one of those albums that it has me um suddenly thinking like it's in that class of people that I have where I look at them as the people who have next slash potentially now. Um, I think Loki he might be able to slot in there with how good this album was. Shout out to DJ Drama as well, who has been very active in the music industry, especially the last what couple of years now. Drama, um, Drama, and Snoop coming sometime in October. Wow, wow, yeah, that's one that I'm gonna have to listen to as well, man. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's funny, Paul, man. Every now and then, I think I, I think I'm done. I think um. <laughs> I think I could finally leave. But something that some piece of news always keeps pulling me back, man. Um, and that's the case with Mr. Money with the vibe, man. I thought I was finished. I thought I could put a bookmark on that part of my life and say, hey, time to move on. And then I saw the internet going crazy about Asakane tickets are oh, he's gonna be in Brixton. Yo, yo, everyone be ready on on Friday, blah blah blah. I said, Oh, I do I really want to go. Let me listen to Mr. Money with the Vibe again and see if I really want to go to this. The conclusion I met was I really want to go to this because that album is still flipping spectacular. My goodness gracious. Um, if I can interject real quick. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Just between you and I. Mm-hmm. Might be looking at a triple, gra- a triple crown winner. Wow. You think... MVP, Rookie of the Year, Album of the Year. You might be wow. looking quadruple if you bring in song. You might be you might be looking at a triple crown winner. Think you're gonna clean up? I you might. I'm just saying, you might be looking at a triple crown winner. I can't wait to see what the board has to say about this man. That's that... all. That's that's that was on <laughs> my mind. Literally this week, I, I was in the same boat listening to that album, especially after the the, the news of him going on tour. And I was just mm-hmm. like, if you really, really look at it. Hey, man. I mean, not for us to decide. Obviously. Not for us to decide <laughs> at all, but. You might have a point, man. We'll see. We'll see what we'll the people see, We'll see what it, comes. But... We'll see what comes of it. <laughs> Bam. Um, I've been listening to obviously Asuke and then finally one group that I've been listening to a lot and I've always this year specifically I've been trying to get into them um, because I think well no, the main reason that I wanted to become a fan of their music was, and I'm talking about Coast Contra let me get that out of the way because I know I'll forget um, Coast Control, I wanted to become a fan of their music for a while now because I remember being on Twitter one day just scrolling through and they posted that they had dropped um, their project Apartment 505 and I remember looking at that project cover and just thinking this is so cold like it's a very simple cover but there was something about it that really drew me to it I was like yo I really like this cover I want to listen to this project the project was cool but it wasn't necessarily enough for me to say, you know, yeah, that's it, I'm a fan. Let me come in and make them my recommended for the week, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they're people that I've just been generally interested in for, what, the last year specifically. And recently, especially on YouTube, 
those YouTube shorts, by the way, the worst thing in the world, because I accidentally clicked them on my phone all the time, and now I'm trapped for an hour. But the algorithms figured me out. They figured out that I like music. So every now and then, they'll just show me a random guy freestyling. That's how I knew to go and listen to Simba's album, even, because they showed me Simba freestyling on... um. Not Funk Flex. No, was it Funk Flex? It was Funk Flex. Yeah, on Funk Flex where he was telling them off and all that. I digress. Um, there was one freestyle with one of the members of Coast um Coast Contra, and it was just cold. There was something about it that was so cold. And I was I remembered how much I liked them. Went on to my um YouTube timeline or suggested or whatever, and it showed me a rap genius breakdown for one of their newer songs, um, which is the Never Freestyle. Okay. And I was like, you know, let me watch this. Even though I haven't listened to the song, let me see what they're talking about. And the first thing they did was shout out J.I.D. And I was like, why are they shouting out J.I.D.? Like, what, did J.I.D. help put them together? That doesn't make sense to me. So I paused it, went and listened to the song. They're rapping over one of the beats from um, the Never story. So immediately you sparked my interest. I'm listening to it, and everyone, every single one of those members is going off, going off to the point where I'm like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. This is why I knew there was something special about this group as a whole. I'm super excited to see where they're going. But that never, that never um, freestyle, cold, cold. This is one of the songs I've had on repeat this last week, man. But yeah, that's me. That's been me this last week. Well, last two weeks. That's cute. Mm. You know I me, mean? I try to keep it cute, man. Come on, man. It has to slap a pussy ass nigga and make it look sexy. Mm. No, Coast Country are cold. Coast Country are cold. I'm glad that you were able to, um, you know, find that out for yourself. Because, mm. you know, I can, I can lead you to water, but I can't teach you to fish. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I hear you, man. So... <laughs> I'm 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 just pleased that you went on that lyrical excursion yourself, and you you were able to to find that within you. That's mm. beautiful. Mm. God did. <laughs> That's what you've been listening to. No, God forbid. <laughs> I mean the song, the song, yeah, the song, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course, the song, because I mean, they said niggas don't know be on the road. Niggas on the road did. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I see a lot of hoving mm. gigs. I'm with it. I see it. Do you know what I'm saying? I see it. I don't know if you see it, but I see it. Like when I see gigs, I see hoes. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I see what's <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen her. I've never seen gigs. Do you know how, I don't know. I don't even know if that's disrespectful or not, bro. But like, do you know how fucking how maniacal your ego has to be to say some <laughs> shit like that? I see a lot of hoes and gigs. Um, now imagine a normal person saying that to another normal person. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine Philip from across the street saying, "I see a lot of me." Me, you, know? you, know. <laughs> you have to slap him. <laughs> we have to fight. <laughs> we have to fight in that exact moment. Because what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> see a lot of hoving gigs, nigga. No one is debating five hundred k or dinner with gigs, like. <laughs> I have no I'm, ta- I'm, take, I'm taking the 500k with all due respect to the writer of our national anthem here in the United Kingdom. But I'm taking mm. the 500k 
without without thinking, without blinking, I'm taking five hundred k. Oh man! But I, I I was definitely I was definitely you know reading from the book of Hove, um this mm. past this past week, um four forty four is so special. Mm. It's so yeah. so it's so so special, like. It's so it's it's just it's egregious. It's egregious to be honest. Like someone someone tweeted about Smile verse three, and you've heard me on this podcast a million and one times. So I think it's one of the great. I think it's one of his best verses ever. And then I just yeah. went back and re-listened to the verse and re-listened to the album, and like you don't under like it's it like you don't understand how great it is. I think with time. I've been able to even appreciate even more how great it is. Because this mm. nigga, like, something as simple, because it's not simple, but something as simple as my therapist said I relapsed, I said prehaps I Freudian slipped in European whips, is so, mm. is so ridiculous. Because it's like, mm. he was talking about how we need to stop buying these diamonds and chains and all this other stuff. And then he's like, but actually, when I went to therapy, my therapist said I relapsed. And I said perhaps, which is perhaps I fraudy and slipped into European whips. Well, maybe I did relapse by buying all those old European whips, right? But then yep. he fraudy and slipped, which is the slipping of your tongue, because he said perhaps instead of perhaps. And it's just, it's, mm. it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. I absolutely ridiculous. And that's, that's light in the context of that verse, which is then also light in the context of that album. Mm. Fucking. Fucking phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Just endorphins. Um, I listened to Alpha Place for the first time. Listen to what? Alpha Place by Nooks. Okay, yeah, yeah. For the first time this year. Really good, really good. As I expected, as I expected. Again, it's one of those albums which, just because of the time it came out, I didn't listen to it. But I like Nooks. I think Nooks is really talented and really good, so I never expected it to be bad, or I never expected not to like it. Um, and so I can't even remember what drove me to listen to it, but I was driving when I was listening to it. That's a, that's a come on, man. You see that? Do you see what I did there? Uh, I don't know what drove me to listen to it, but I was driving when I was listening to it. It's it's different, it's rarefied air up here, you know what I'm saying? Come pod with me, come pod with me. <laughs> I said, come pod with me. Come pod with me. Y'all niggas come pod with me. It was definitely one of those weeks or two weeks where, like, I was listening to just random things for no reason. Because why Why was Heartbreak Anniversary just, like, in my head? and like, let me mm. listen to this. Mm. This is every other day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Oh, New Year's Day, so it feels like you with me. Like, heartbreak Anniversary. Do you, do you yeah. ever think of me? Like, do you know what I mean? Man, man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I said, give you one. So this is what you're giving them, man. <laughs> you reckon that's why they, no, nah, let me not, let me not do that. Let me not. No, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm not going to. I'm you're not, not going to do it? I caught myself. I caught myself. Because I really, I would have regretted saying it immediately. I'm not going <laughs> to say <Yeah>. it. <laughs> no, nah, man. Yeah. That was just randomly in my head. So I played mm -hmm. that, listened to it. Um, and then something else which was important because I wanted to get to it. Oh, oh my goodness, Frederick, Frederick, Robert, Anthony, ubiquitous Gibbs. Oh my god, yeah, mm hmm, mm hmm. 
It was a why, great Friday. Why are you rapping like this, bro? Like, who, who it, hurt you? It was a great Friday. It was a really, really great Friday. Oh my goodness, man said crack, Instagram, AIDS, CIA. That's what I get. CIA. Oh. <laughs> And I was like, Pusha T, why are you rapping like this? Still, Bam. still, who hurt you? Seriously, Push. Like, you got a beautiful wife, a kid that's aging beautifully. You know what I'm saying? Your parents, they've transitioned peacefully together. You and your brother in a great relationship, making music again. Mm. Why are you rapping like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, why are you rapping like, like you're still on the corner? <laughs> Anderson Pack, I Fam. thought you graduated to Bruno Mars levels. Fam. Why are you coming back down to the trenches with us? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? It was such a good Friday. <laughs> and on top of that, Raheem, listen, I don't know if you noticed this, mm-hmm. but I noticed it, innit? Mm-hmm. If you're Wale, you slapping Freddie Gibbs? Because I start because I'm the one who said we're having Kelly Price on the intro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're Wale and I look mm-hmm. at this, like I don't no, know, if, I don't know if Freddie Glibs, maybe Freddie cleared it with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Am I allowed to I have Kelly so. Price on the intro? But if he didn't, that's wild. That's wild. If he didn't ask Wale first, because that's really what that's one of the best things Wale's ever done. That's that's bro. That's what that's one of the best things he ever brought to hip hop. Bam. Do you know how many episodes that we had there where we had every single episode we did um excuse me excuse me I'm moving for everybody that's black come on man oh my god god hmm he must have cleared it there's no way he respects Wale man you gotta respect Wale you gotta respect Wale but this is also the same nigga that fought Benny the Butcher and all his all his gang members that's what I'm saying. <laughs> That nigga doesn't give a heck. Um. Oh, and um, money bag. Mm-hmm. Money bag in money bags verse on sold so separately, in conjunction with, and I need to get the name right. Glorilla. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow too, her track with Cardi. Mm-hmm. Once again, and I don't know how they've done this now, damn near three years in a row. The best rap music is still coming out of Memphis. Yeah. It don't make sense. No, it yeah, makes sense. Busy, last, last year it was Pooh Shiesty and Moneybag. Pooh Shiesty went away. And now Moneybag and Glorilla's mm-hmm. out here controlling the game, controlling the airways. Crazy. It's ridiculous. Crazy. Bang, Glorilla, she is cold. She, she is, is so, cold. so cold. So cold. And Cardi B, bruv. Bam. It's, it's different. It's really Bam. different. It's really rarefied air. It's really rarefied air. When she's just starts going, mm. mm-mm. No, nah, you can't. It's, it's different. It's different. It's Bam. different. That's all you can say. And that's the thing. That's why I love, especially that music video in particular. Mm-mm. But that music video in particular, the fam Cardi Cardi from the trenches is the best Cardi. Facts. That's my favorite Cardi man. Every time she like she uh, presents herself as like more polished, it's cool. 
it's cool, but it's not Bodak Yellow. It's mm. not. Oh my god, I've forgotten the name of it, but it's the World Star Hip Hop one, which is in all red. Yeah, the red freestyle. The red freestyle. My god, that's one of the coldest things she's ever done. And there's all those things that are like low budget, but just come here, do your thing, and she always snaps on those men. I said, I know that I'm rich, but I can't help it, bitch. I'm good as fuck. I said, Let's go, Bam. Whilst doing the willy bounce. Oh, yeah, you I got, got me. <laughs> I, bro, I said, I got con. <laughs> I stay on her mind. I got condos in that bitch head. I said, yep. Yep. Bam. Bam. <laughs> what more can we say? What Crazy. more can we actually say? Love Crazy. Talking of music videos, um, did you see Stormzy's music video? Mel made me do it. Yep. I absolutely did not. You didn't? No. Wow. Wow. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But what I will say is um, I watched it the day it came out. And genuinely speaking, it might be the first time um, a music video has left me like damn near speechless afterwards at how excellent it was. Um, it's been a very long time since the music video has had an impact on me like that. It was just like scene after scene after scene. It was like Stormzy reminded me because it's something I forget very often. I forget it damn near every time Stormzy releases an album, and then two months after, when all of um, well, everyone decides to ruin that album for me, I forget it. But Stormzy had a point. He is he's the biggest artist in the UK in terms of like rap artists. I think he is the biggest rap artist in the UK. And I think that music video reminded me, man. And it serves as a reminder that there's levels to this. Like, he is really... He is different. He is different. That music video was phenomenal. The song itself was phenomenal. But the 2T... Oh, man. Man. I would definitely... If you are looking for something to watch at some point, I'll definitely suggest it in it, but... I'm not tell you. I'm not gonna tell you what to do in it. You're gonna do you at the end of the day. But man, woof, serious video, very very serious video. Um, so obviously we're getting to, we're moving on into October. In fact, it is now October, so we are officially in the fourth quarter. Um, Our month of divine for... culture. No, but I said I didn't like it. Our <laughs> month of divine culture. Yeah, get out. If you open your Spotify or Apple Music <laughs> to chapter to book of Jay Z, mm. chapter well, blueprint, <laughs> chapter blueprint, verse Izzo. <laughs> the book says, "I do this for my culture." To let them know what a nigga looks like when a nigga in a roadster. Show them how to move in a room full of vultures. Industry shady, it needs to be taken over. It is our month of divine culture. <laughs> Yo, no, possibly I'd see you for that. <laughs> <laughs> He stole his whole flow. <laughs> bar for word, bar for bar. I'm dead. Nah. So now that we're entering into our fourth quarter, I thought it would be fun to look back on the year 
and ask Paul what are some of his highlights from the year. So that could be artists dropping music. That could be things in the music world that happened. It could be a podcast that you remembered. You know, it could be anything. But what are your highlights from the year of 2022 in music? Snow Allegra. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's end the mm-hmm. podcast right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's end the podcast right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's time to talk. It's time to talk your shit. Snow and Le- Bam. There's so many Snow Allegra things I could be talking about as well. It's mm-hmm. not even the fact that we went to see her for free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. So in fact that we recorded an hour before seeing her. Mm-hmm. And then recorded 12 hours after. Yeah. It's not any of that. Mm-hmm. It's not even the fact that she listened to it. Mm-hmm. And reached out to us. Mm. And then posted, tweeted about us unprovoked oh my god (laughs) it's the fact that even still to today October time Mm -hmm. if I post snow related content on the story Mm -hmm. she's the first one to like it oh my god she's a friend (laughs) she's a friend yeah, <laughs> and she's not even ready for this time next year. When I freak it to her, I was like, "How can you say that I'm just a friend?" Fam, <laughs> oh baby, you got, got what I need. need. But you say I'm just oof. Oh man, <laughs> that's a good answer, man. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. That makes me feel silly for my answer. What was your answer? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be that saga that we had earlier this year where male R&B singers decided to come on us. Come on now. Till my baby's born. Till my baby's born. <laughs> Yo, I said, make it look bigger than me to the baby's born. <laughs> baby's born. To my baby's born. To my baby's born. To my... <laughs> Uh, oh, his son, his son didn't want to be there. Be there. <laughs> and then give you on staring at the mic, nigga. You yeah. know you off key. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. Like, it happens. It happens. Yes. <laughs> nah, that saga of male R and B just looking terrible, and then Usher saying, "I have to fix this. It's on me." But. <laughs> This stage, watch this, watch this. Okay, okay. Bam, that was such a moment. Okay, for was... sure. Bam, was that him saying that? Okay, that whole King of R&B conversation was cute. And then it's at seven o'clock. And drop, I'm in my drop top, cruising the street. Man, wow. <laughs> Yo, my usher on tiny desk. That was something. Man, I ain't never seen nothing like it. Wow. I ain't never seen nothing like it. Yeah, I mean, I have, crazy. I've have, I've seen multiple that are better. But I actually went on a tiny dust deep dive this week. Actually, say swear. Funny enough, yeah, because I went back and well, I watched JID's. I hadn't watched JID's full one yet, so I went and watched that, mm-hmm. um, which was really good. And then obviously went back and watched Ashes because it was like, yeah, why, why not? You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying 
Then I realized that Anderson's up to Anderson's is up to 92 million views. I was like, shit. Wow. That's a lot. I think it is the most that um viewed alongside Mac Miller's. Okay. From okay. right before he passed. Um mm-hmm. where like I mean, I still struggle to watch that one because when he's performing in 2009 mm. and you just think about the fact that maybe a month or two after that comes out, he's no longer with us. It's just like, bruh, mm. ugh, just chills. But even in that, it's so it's such a perfect rendition of um, that album, which is which will get, unfortunately, get lost in the fact that he passed. It's such a great album. Mm. Um, yep. such a great album and then obviously I watched Tyler's because I love Tyler's um, from the Flower Boy era and it's a mm. fly some time fly some time, time to, to do, do something no, no, don't tell me what to do don't, t- don't ever tell me what to do, bro <laughs> don't ever tell me what to do I'm gonna sit right here I'm gonna sit right here and play the exact same Spider-Man Miles Morales game I completed two years ago I'm gonna play it again because there's yeah. there's achievements I didn't get. Um, and I'm going to the get back. But I think for me, like obviously I mentioned Snow Allegra. I think overall, this year of going to the concerts that I've been able to go to has been so dope. And I was someone who, like, on this podcast, early on this podcast, said like I'm done going to concerts, and I meant it. I'm definitely done going to festivals. That is still mm-hmm. one million percent true. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like one of my friends must have been like, they had a size festival a couple months ago where like Nines, Nooks, Parsalu, uh, Mira May, um, loads of other heads, Back Road G, loads of heads came and performed up here in Manchester. And she was mm. like, oh man, you should have come. The DJs were good. And this time, like, it was a festival. Yeah, I'm not coming. There's not, yeah. there's not, there's not a wild day. I don't care if it was indoor, ventilated room, there was nowhere to sit. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by people I don't like. Uh, I'm not going. Um, but mm-hmm. to be able in this year alone to have seen Snow Allegra, Lupe Fiasco, Alicia Keys, to be going to see um, 070 Shake tomorrow as we're recording this, to be going mm-hmm. to see Lucky Day, where, as I've said before, and I'll say again, that nigga don't want to see me because we're throwing hands. <laughs> Be, to be able to go see Lucky Day, and he better not fucking perform his version of Good and Plenty because I'll I'll actually screw, I'll actually screw, bro. I will I'll be booing. That is what I'll actually because me I will go there and be civil. Do you know what I'm saying? But if he dares do that shit, I'm booing. But to go and be seeing Lucky Day for us to be listed in to go and see Push in December. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for you to confirm or co- or not confirm if we're going to see Joey that same week. Asake potentially, you know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. fucking Oxlade is here in Manchester as I speak today. Independence mm. Day, performing tonight. Wow. Nate might go and, you know, give them a little closer. Oh, man. Man. You'll have to. That's a big thing. I might have to, you know what I'm saying? I might have to go in there, do mm. the duet with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> So I I just think that um yeah the concert aspect has been beautiful and then you yeah. know we just touched upon it a bit the elevation which is scary 
But the elevation in the quality of Afrobeats music this year. Unbelievable. Like, Bam. how do you keep getting better? And that is all of y'all. Like, as fans, thank you. Like, genuinely for the work mm -hmm. and the effort and the craft that you put into, put into this shit. Because from Burner, Asake, Wiz... At all of the Amapiano, all of the Amapiano artists, Fireboy, yep. like it is just the levels. Rema, oh my goodness, of course. Adekunle Gold, like the levels Bam. that each of you guys have been taking this craft to has been like unexplainable. Yeah. Unexplainable. I was this year, fam, that's this year, they've made what is usually a relatively easy award very very difficult in um the alternative section because man there's some competition in there this year there's some hefty competition in there all right all right paul um now this last week right i've been i've been absolutely enamored by one thing that I haven't been able to get off my mind. It feels like every single day, this one thought has popped up into my mind at least once. And it's because of a tweet I saw literally a few months ago where someone said that the big note in R&B slash soul songs has pretty much died away. Um, now, immediately when I read that, my first thought was, you're absolutely incorrect. It hasn't died away at all when we have artists like Bruno Mars making a living off of it, um, artists like Anderson Pat making a living on the, off of it, artists like Brandy, who dropped B7 not too long ago, and there were how many songs in there where there was the big note. Um, do you know what I mean when I say the big note? Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. Um, and I've just been enamored by the thought of big notes in general. Um, and I've fallen in love with the idea of, like, the artistry behind deciding where the big note is and the emotion that is caused by the big note, if that makes sense. Um, I mm -hmm. think yesterday, not even yesterday, two days ago now, was a day where um, I just randomly decided to go back and listen to the Queen, the the Goats, the, one of the greatest to ever do it, Whitney Houston, I Have Nothing. And I think one of the beauties of that song and why it's so big till today and why it's like one of the biggest karaoke songs of all time is because it's like there's several big note moments in that and every single time there's like this anticipation of, oh, are they going to be able to hit this big note that we know that Whitney was able to hit and it wows us every single time Whitney hit it. Is this person that's trying to do the song going to hit this first one? the second one, the third one, it's, yeah, it's always impressive. Um, and I guess a question that I had was, for you anyway, who in recent history has perfected the art or has the potential to perfect the art of the big note? Firstly, um, because I know you want your props for this because you did it three times. Amazing use of the word enamored. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, unbelievable. 
<laughs> unbelievable. Your growth through these 75 episodes of this podcast is sensational. All right. So mm. big props, man. Thank you. That's to you. No, you're Thank welcome. You. You're welcome. You earned every single you earned your stripes on that one. Fabulous use of the word dynamic. Um to answer your question. Raheem, you need to come and pick up your feelings. Mmm. Mmm. Fair. Fair. You need to come and pick up your feelings. Um, have you heard Speak to Me by Ari Lennox of Shea Butter Baby? Mm-hmm. Where it's stripped down and yeah. right at the end, she's like, where did you speak? And she takes it right up there mm-hmm. to me. Um, that's right there. There's plentiful. There's several. We spent how how many how many minutes did I spend analyzing put on a smile? Yep, for real, for real. That was the first thing that came to my mind as well when I saw that tweet. Like how many how many minutes? Mm. And side sidebar, completely separate to this. But since we're in the bag, we're in the bucket of R and B. I felt like it's important to say, as a black man, why don't mm. you know every single one of the words to me, myself, and I by Beyonce? <laughs> That's a crazy song not to know the words to. You. It's so, fam, half the lyrics are <laughs> in the title. And, Me, and, myself, and I. as a black man, you're the only real person who can resonate with what she's saying. Fam, fam, like that is that is real king shit. That's like, just... I, I know she tried to make it for the ladies, <laughs> yeah. but that is a that is me. My that's all I got. In, that's what I'm from. There ain't no need to yeah. ask about for now on over people are best friend. That's for us. <laughs> she tried so hard to make it for the she was like, oh my lady. No, ladies, if you're mm-hmm. eating. no. Mm-hmm. no. <laughs> the real I got, niggas are here. I got me myself. I know that I will never disappoint myself. Oh right? my yeah. god. Yep, that's facts. That's big facts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's all I got for real, for real. Anyway, Man. sorry about that. But yeah, I just mm. had to put, I had to bust that in there because um, I felt like it was important to say. Mm. Um, yeah, man, I think I I think again, if I can go a little bit deeper on the point there of that tweet, it's 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 not necessarily inaccurate, but it is wrong, in my opinion, in the sense that yeah, the dynamics of R and B have changed. Mm. The type of R&B, which is most prevalent, has changed. It's a lot more um, lower octave, both male and female. Mm-hmm. Lower octave, lower register. And it's more lyrics-based than it is vocal-based. Mm. Like, I've said on this podcast before, like, if you go back to listen to a lot of 90s R&B songs where men and women alike are hitting those high, high notes. Mm-hmm. That's because they literally do spend two and a half minutes of a three-minute song <laughs> repeating the hook. <laughs> Bam. No, you never have to go all the way back to the 90s. Um, what song was it I was listening to a few days ago? Um, <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan, Round and Round. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, how many times are you going to tell me you're going in circles? Circle, like, you have, round? like, they literally come and do one verse. Like, have you ever, have you ever listened to Sweet Lady by Tyrese? Like, he literally <laughs> just repeats being that sweet love for a lifetime. I'll be there, like, for six minutes. Do you know what I mean? And, hey, there's nothing wrong with it. I love it. I mean, you know, I was like, I'm right I'm right there with him when he's talking. I'm right there with him. 
when he's talking about baby. Like, I'm right there. You know, how are you going to act like we... How are you going to act man, like that? Man, <laughs> how know. are you going to act like... Oh, man. I don't know any of the verse of that song, because there is no verse. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's different in the modern day where you've got Kehlani writing songs like Everything, and she's literally describing how the person, the protagonist of that song, we're assuming it's 07 I Shake, mm-hmm. which, fair, I understand, is everything to you. Like, mm-hmm. and you're describing that. You're not just singing that. You're describing every what that really, really, really means. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's different when summer, like, I don't, I don't want to hear summer hit the highest octave. I want to hear summer mm. tell, uh, London, did you screw this bitch for real? Yep. Yep. I need mm-hmm. to know. Mm. Out here embarrassing yeah. me. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even an artist who you know I'm not that fond of, for real, for real. Like, I don't want to hear, I don't necessarily want to hear party hitting the highest notes. Mm. I want to hear party explain that he whitewashed his dick off before he gets home. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't hold your breath. Mm. Don't, wait, don't, on don't wait on my love. Oh. These don't niggas wait do... on it. Lyric, these niggas is lyricizing. Mm. Mm. I, had to, I had to try and compete with your enamored. So, <laughs> you know these niggas is lyricizing, and that's not to say that they weren't necessarily lyricizing back in the day where the big note was 10 times more prevalent. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that you should let it burn. And mm. when I say burn, let it, you know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And seven o'clock on the dot, I'm in my drop top cruising the cruising street. The Li- like he, like John Legend, you know what I'm saying? Back was lyricizing, mm. but th- it's still here. It's still prevalent. One, yeah. one million percent. You don't believe it? Wait till Mariah drops her Christmas album this year. Oh my see, god! See if it's not about. My god! See if you don't hear the big note. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll wait and see. Mm. That that mm. would be that would be my take on the overall point. But I think in terms of artists, I think Ari still does it. I think Jennifer Hudson still does it. Like you mentioned, Brandy, Bruno, Anderson, Lucky Day tries, and he tries really, really hard. <laughs> no, that was just salty. That was just salty. That was no that. I was being salty. Give that nigga his accolades. That man. was just yeah. I was being salty on that one. I was being salty. On that one. He did make painted. Like I'll, I'll, I'll give him his props. You know what I'm saying? He's still a bitch, nigga. And when I see him, it's on site. But he did make painted. So, oh my god and kelly price like stop fucking around like for real to me was three years ago you know what i'm saying stop being lazy <laughs> look for music you know what i'm saying don't, yeah. just, don't just make points because twitter is making you listen to glorilla like look for music yeah. you know mm. what i mean mm. that's all yeah. i'll say i think that's yeah, the but, real issue yeah but Oh man, fam, Yeba has a whole album of big notes. <laughs> like that whole album is big notes, my guy. Fam, that's the issue. I think that's the real underlying issue with the reason why we get tweets like that, which is why I don't really get upset when I see them anymore. Um, a lot of people are, a lot of people stop listening to new music. You know, it wasn't too long ago that we had the round table and Ramara Stroud told us like she doesn't listen to as much new music anymore. Um, I think people listen to what comes across their path and there's very few people like us who go out of their way to listen like we just went out of our way to go and listen to sour which at no point was going to come across my path or randomly play in my world um 
but you know, we go out of our way to listen to as much music as we have because we have a music podcast. I think a lot of people have to get out of their bubble and listen to more. Like the other day, um, I was having a conversation with one of my friends, and she said, um, she doesn't like hip hop music anymore because no one's releasing any good music. To which I almost, I almost fell out of my chair when she said it because I was like, yo. You're saying this to someone who just finished reviewing JID's last album, and it, fam, I just gave it my stamp of approval. Like, there is some heat out there right now, and because you're waiting for that heat to come to your doorstep, you're not gonna hear it. Like a lot of this, a lot of the great music out there right now, you may have to search for, but it's worth it. If you can open your Spotify or Apple Music to the book of Jay Z. Mm. We will be reading from the chapter The Blueprint mm. from the verse of Renegade. Mm. And the book says, Do you fools listen to music or do you just skim through it? Mm. And we'll close the book there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's so funny because this is like, this joke is going to go over anyone who's listening to this. Head. <laughs> It's so clear that you really, you really want to hold him forth. Like <laughs> this guy has one preaching style and one preaching style only. <laughs> only one, one other player's highlight tape. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We're still that game. I'm still the game. <laughs> Album of the week. <laughs> Album of the week, man. Let's go. For this week's album review we stay squarely within the world of R&B and soul. The strength of the modern day R&B scene is the sheer variety of voices available to fans. Between legends like Beyonce, Solange, Mary J and Alicia still being present and the likes of Kehlani, Snow Allegra, Summer Walker and Tinashe establishing themselves as ever present voices within the genre, R&B is in such a special place. But no conversation of modern day R&B would be complete without mentioning Courtney Salter. Ari Lennox is a deeply personal singer-songwriter who finds new and creative ways to intertwine her real life and personality into her songs in a manner which resonates with audiences all over the world. With a unique ability to make the explicit sound elegant and the disrespectful sound endearing, the First Lady of Dreamville is an essential figure in the modern day R&B scene. Her debut album, Shaped by a Baby, was released to widespread critical acclaim and love, a modern-day classic which controlled the airwaves of R&B fans throughout much of the summer of 2019 and set sky-high expectations for her next release. Today, we tackle its successor, Age, Sex, Location, was released on September 9th, 2022. Having already received four out of five stars from Rolling Stone, 4.5 out of five stars from All Music, an 8 out of 10 rating from Pitchfork is the latest album to take on the two stubborn Nigerian scale. So, in the words of DJ Drama, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to the stage the one, the only, Ari Lennox. The album released on September 9th, 2022. 12 songs, 41 minutes and 28 seconds. The follow-up to her beloved debut album, Shea Butter Baby. Oof. Oof. Flash, what was your favourite song of Shea Butter Baby? Uh, it's a loaded question you're asking, man. 
is a very loaded question you're asking me because that album was superb. Um, but one answer, one answer only. Um, BMO, Break Me Off, is was that song for me, man. There's something about those higher tempo Ari Lennox songs that she gets onto. There's something about them that always, it always gets me, man. They always hit for me differently. Like those songs, they have a certain energy to them that ah, I love it, man. And break me off, woof, break me off, and get you, get you, yeah, yeah, where the lights is, yes, yes, queen, yes. <laughs> oh man, you static, static, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Mm, fair. But we're not here for Shea Butter, baby, man. But what an album. Ooh. We're not. We're here for age, sex, location. Before we start and go into this, um, I want to read what Ari Lennox said of this album um, that she sent to Real Cold World. Mm. Those of you not in the know, Real Cold World is um, the... NBA player, well, yeah, NBA Africa player known as Jermaine Cole. Um, Ari describes this album in her own words as transitional space, very vulnerable, codependent, and validation-seeking part of my life. I remember the countless times I was kicked out of dating apps because they didn't think I was really myself. It reminded me of those age, sex, location days where I actually wasn't being myself in those chat rooms. I spent so much time seeing the God and good in some abusive people, neglecting my needs and self-worth, romanticizing terrible people, ignoring red flags, ignoring my opinions and those knots in my stomach when interacting with people I'm dating, communicating my concerns Communicating my concerns immediately, no more tiptoeing, no more docile, providing grace and compassion to myself, blocking those that no longer serve me or just literally not responding, blocking the resistance to heal, allowing accountability and maturing, allowing growth to happen, allowing self-worth and self-love and inner work to happen, allowing therapy, allowing dating to happen. Doing things I like to do whenever I want. Learning new things. Allowing that desperation and neediness to fade. What's for me is for me. And I'm complete. And I'm complete on my own. This is my eat, pray, love journey. It's my honest goodbye to searching for love. I got it right here inside of me. The end of searching for anything other than self-love and family. Pouring into me and giving the greatest love to me. Now, two things that really stand out for me from that that I've just read, okay? Mm -hmm. One, that is an incredulously long text message to yeah. send to <laughs> Fam, that is crap. I would have replied with K. K, like, <laughs> I would have replied with K or immediately blocked your number because how <laughs> dare you take up that much of my time for real when you're not an author, right? And secondly, I felt like a lot of the points that were raised that she was raising in that were immediately tackled in plenty of fish in the sea. Like yeah. immediately tackled in plenty of fish in the sea. Like the way she attacked that song and was attacking those niggas in her life. Like I'm not 
taking second best from you. Like there's a line on Plenty of Fish where I love where it's like, how dare you me? How dare you try and lecture me by my Christianity, then try and fuck on me. Like like I was going to yeah. be easy. Like I, even though I, mm. even though I hit the snoop, I slept through all the Sunday school. I know my God. And like, you ain't going to mm. play me. And mm. like, I feel like that was a beautiful sum up of what she obviously was trying to get across in that album, as she mentioned in that soliloquy, which I just read out, right? While still making it Ari Lennox in like making the joke of, yeah, I slept through Sunday school, but I still know my God. Yep. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. it's. And you can resonate with that. Like, you stuck through church. I'm trying to say, fuck, I said next level. All right? All right? You come on this journey with me. We can get off now. Yeah. <laughs> no, because people don't have to know I was, uh, I was falling asleep in random locations. Hey, hey. You never now know. My... You, you don't know what's going to resonate with people. <laughs> now my option, I'm a sleepy guy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, no one's gonna resonate with people, man. You gotta remember, Brandon. Brandon Marshall still has viewers after turning around. Say, in fact, let me. Wait, you shave your balls, man. <laughs> Turn this podcast off. Right <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it, man. Age, sex, location. Um, what are your thoughts, man? What are your initial feelings, especially around sort of the the themes that we got for, from this album. Mm. I loved it, man. I loved it. There was definitely... I I wasn't privy to that message at all um, that she sent to J. Cole. I can't believe anyone would. I don't know how... Fam, how do people even text soliloquies like that, man? I get tired. It's so disrespectful. Fam. But as you said, I think... Well, now that you read that, there's a lot of that that comes through on this album. Um... At different points on this album, anyway, not all at once, except for on plenty of fish. But I think um, it's clear, like this is this is not too different from the previous projects that we've gotten from Ari Lennox, in that we're getting what we usually get from Ari, which is stuff I love in terms of how can I put it? We're getting Ari talking about her the part of her life that she enjoys are we talking about how niggas ain't shit and are we talking about just generally what's going on in her life i would say probably a bit less here um we're getting those like normal updates like we're not getting um i just bought a new apartment i'm getting floor wet on this album but we are getting like her normal day-to-day like her song with your nemesis lucky day that is like sort of just a peek into yeah, this is how I talk to niggas. Like this is these conversations I be having. That is like it's very it's a very just normal album. Even the interlude ASL, where she's explaining, oh yeah, we used to be on chat rooms asking age, sex, location, like catfishing, blah blah blah. Like this is a very Ari esque album, and I enjoyed that for what it is, isn't it? And whilst at the same time. As I said before, Bring Me Off is one of my favorite songs on Shea Butter Baby. You have Leak It here. <laughs> Chloe, like, I feel like Ari approaches these projects with not so much a formula, but she has a style about her albums at this point. And I don't think this strays from that. 
um the style that we saw in Shea Butter Baby. And I like it for that. I like it for that. And I, as you said, those themes of like obviously heartbreak, her wanting to do better for herself, her not accepting BS from guys anymore, they're definitely prevalent throughout. But I was a massive fan of this album. Yeah, I I feel you. Um, I think I I I think I wouldn't put it the way you put it, even though I agree mm-hmm. with the the sentiment of what you're saying in the sense that like she hasn't strayed from the formula like there's still similarities between this and the previous works right but i don't think it's that she Mm -hmm. hasn't strayed formula i just think it's that i don't think there's a formula that she's trying Mm -hmm. to cater to i think it's more just she continues to like i try like i said in the intro like she has a special way of just making her personality shine through in her music Mm. and has Mm -hmm. never lost the want to do that that that's where the similarities come from if that makes sense and Mm. she's found a different way on this album to do it so like you said we don't have the the new apartment or for example the skits that are on Shea Butter Baby that like let me Mm -hmm. go Garbanzo beans. If you're from my label, get out because it's about to be raw. It's about to be nasty. Where she brought her personality and her life through in that way, she did it more subtly mm-hmm. than the overt way it was done. Mm-hmm. Baby, so like I think of like waste my time the song, and like the first line being no dick making me stupid. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's an Ari way of addressing like everything that she essentially said in in that text message to Cole, where it's like, I'm not Mm. gonna force myself to be infatuated anymore. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so it's the same themes. And I think she's, I think it's the same themes, which allows it to sit very comfortably alongside Shape Out Baby and her previous work. But the manner in which she's getting those themes across does have differentiation here on this project is is my feeling so again same conclusion for everything you just said maybe i just like a different type of verbiage anyway let's talk about re songwriting um because as i mentioned um she continued like she has a an exceptional ability to make things that are very explicit and vulgar sound beautiful Yep. Sound mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. Mm. If I put myself in like the shoes of the men that she's talking to and potentially writing about the interactions that she's had that led to this album, right? Mm-hmm. Has anyone called you a piece of shit more beautifully than Ari Lennox does on this? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, no, never, ever, ever. She's so good. <laughs> Because you don't really deep. And that's a, I think that's one of the things. You don't deep how she's ripping some of these guys apart until you've listened to it like a few times. You're like, wait, this isn't good. Like, this is, like, these are not nice words. Let me take you to verse two. Let's open the, let's open our book of Spotify <laughs> to the book of Ari Lennox. Chapter Plenty of Fish. Verse 2. The book says, catfishing, 
all cap mm. niggas hat fishing. Why don't why why I don't see no pictures with your hat missing? Man, man, no, that one, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, yo, wait, hold on, chill. Chill. Hey, yo, chill. <laughs> like, why are you flaming me like that? Do you know what I mean? Like, she just has a way, and you'll just be listening to it. Her voice is so soothing. The beat is, I mean, we'll get some production, but the beat is infectious. Like, you're just vibing. And then next thing you know, she just atting you, and you're sat there in a cap or a do rag or some shit like that. Like, hey, yo, fam, <laughs> what did I do? I can't, fam. Like, there were just so many. That was such a sneak diss for no good reason. Just attacked someone for what did they do? What did right. they do to you? Like, you had to offend half the men out there in the world. All no, of them. Oh man, nah. I think um, in terms of songwriting throughout this album, it is beautiful, man. As you said, she has a way of like she says. There's some things that she'll say, and again, it will go over your head unless you like you know that Ari is known for this. You know, like um, I go to leak it. I'm gonna go to leak it again, fam. This song is, this song is super super explicit. But you wouldn't catch how explicit it is unless you, like, really, really listen to it. But what you catch the first few times you're listening to it is like, oh, no, the vocals are just beautiful. They're mesmerising. Wow, these voices are beautiful. Chloe and Ari singing together? Yeah, I love it. When you listen to the songwriting here, it's like, oh, the words you're saying don't match (laughs) with this beautiful, beautiful tone. Like, these are some nasty lyrics with this elegant, queen of a voice like yo like i think that's why i think that's that's really like her main appeal i guess for me anyway it's like that she can step into both worlds and be as good as she is vocally whilst having as you said her personality shine through on some of these songs in the way that it does like she's her she's her regardless i like i don't i don't feel like this is a character like i relate it back to um when we were talking about Beyonce's album, what's it called again? Redemption? Is it Redemption? Renaissance. Renaissance, that's it. I never go, ah. <laughs> when Beyonce was doing that whole, oh, I want to be a thought, I want to be thoughty, drop it like a thoughty, blah, blah, blah. It was like, mm, is this you? Is it, I don't, I don't know. It, there's something that I felt disingenuous about it. Oh, look at me today. God damn. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. I got you, I got you. Let's all open our Spotify and Apple Music. Mm-hmm. The book of Jay Z, chapter the blueprint. Mm-hmm. First takeover. Okay. We don't believe you. You need mm. more people. Thank you. You may continue. <laughs> yeah, you must have, you may continue. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, nah, yeah. There's, there's something about Ari's approach to it that just feels, it just feels way more genuine. It feels like this is her, and it's like both sides. Like, yeah, she can really, really sing, but that doesn't mean that she's gonna come and be this, this sort of character that we've seen other singers be in the past. You know, she's gonna be her. If that made, I don't know if what I'm saying is making all the way sense. It's like she's gonna be her with the voice that she has, 
and those two things put together is why I'm as big of a fan of this album as I am, I guess. She's authentic and and it's that authenticity which means that like she doesn't always um like we don't usually have artists who can sing like her and look like her both in terms of being a woman and in terms of being a black woman be as open and honest in the way that she is and not switch it up do you know what i mean like we, mm. we i think at this stage like we're all very used to female rappers doing it Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, like, uh, like I'm very comfortable if I hear Meg or Sweetie or Cardi or Nikki talk about how they're gonna pop this creature on the thing, like, because that goes all the way back to Lil Kim. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. no, no Fox Brown, like, no problem with that whatsoever. And I think um, we typically don't, for whatever reason, associate our female songstresses with an R and B to do mm-hmm. that but it's all throughout her music but it still remains authentic to like her and the experiences she has and and like i say her ability to to just somehow find new and creative ways to intertwine her personality into it mm. do you know what i mean and and mm-hmm. still make it sound what is vulgar explicit sounds so elegant like mm. i like to waste my time and the hook on waste my time. She's like, waste my Crazy. time, get on my line. Then you can be on your way. Use your mouth, pull a track out, mm-hmm. back out, back up every word you say. You know what I'm saying? Like you daring mm. niggas. Like, yeah, come through. You can mm. waste my time. But you best back up every all of that shit you've been talking on my phone. Like you best back that shit up. Man. You know? And if you don't, mm. I'm gonna write a song about it. Man. <laughs> and that's a different level of pressure. Talk about pressure. <laughs> hey. Here's what I'm talking about pressure. Hey, <laughs> different level of pressure right there. Now I know how big Sean X is. Don't kill me. Oh, man. Yeah, man. It's special. It's special, man. It's a special project. Um, Production. Production. Production on this album is fantastic. It is fantastic. I rush. I, I'm going to stick right here and waste my time. The production or waste my time. Wow. Wow. And this is what it's one of those songs where um not even songs, it's one of those albums where I appreciate the difference between production and making beats, if that makes sense. Like the way that the songs on this album are put together top to bottom. Again, like going back to our big note conversation the big notes are where the big notes should be, you know? And it's like, there's no changes to a lot of these songs that I would make. Maybe one or two on, like... In fact, no, I can't even think of any changes I would make to any of these songs. This is, like, the production, the actual production of creating these songs as finished products is amazing. It's amazing. And I think it's probably one of the more underrated parts of Ari's bag that... She is really good at selecting. Well, I'm not sure how her beat selection process is. I'm not sure what the beat selection process is for R&B artists. If it's the exact same, if it differs slightly, to be honest with you. But throughout this album, if we're looking at it the same way that we'll talk about, say, when J. Cole raps on nothing but great beats, 
the same thing for Ari, I think. Like, Ari does not... All the beats along this uh, song, this album, are elite. She has the right beats in the right places, the right songs in the right places. Like, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic, beginning throughout. Like, the production level was excellent. And I think I saw Organized Noise produce a few of the songs. They did. Organized Noise yeah. produced a few of the songs. Elite, which is funny enough that you've been using the word Elite, but Elite, who works with Cole a lot in the Dreamball team, produced some of the songs on this album. Mm. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. That was one of the things that I left and I was like, yeah, I think more people have to really talk about the production on Ari's projects. Like, this is, it gets to the point where it's getting kind of ridiculous and it's like, it's never spoken about, rightfully so, because, no, well, not rightfully so, but understandably, because Ari's going off, like, her voice is really the main thing that we're here for. Her lyricism is probably the second thing we're here for, or not the first. And then, production hides behind that but i think the production is is such a key highlight like wow wow she doesn't mess around when it comes to the production on these albums no yeah maybe not her whoever she gets to produce the album they don't mess around three things um one i think it's dope how you pointed out organized noise and like if we hadn't done the outcast album you may not even go deep to organized noise was like as a production group so i think that's amazing two i think what you're saying though and you're not, we both do this and we, and if I use the royal we of like um, niggas in the music industry do this and it goes back to something we spoke about on this podcast where we ended up having like a mini argument about Ariana Grande of like, we don't give female artists their due for production. Like mm. even there in what you were just saying, and I know you didn't do this maliciously or with any level of intent, right? But you're like shouting out mm. who produce the work and like giving them their props like we that would that almost suggests that Ari isn't in there saying hey we need to layer these vocals in a different Mm. way type thing like and 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 like I know I've done it in the past with with female artists as well and like because that's a prop you would give Kendrick, even though like Soundwave is the producer, but you say, mm. Kendrick's the ability to do this, you know what I'm saying? And I do it all the time. Like, I can't think of examples of my head, but I know for a fact I do it all the time. Like, we, it, it goes back to like a need to recognize the overall creative bag that these female artists have mm. because that they're in those studios with them do you know what i mean they're not just writing a song and singing yeah. it and then going away do you know what i mean like they're literally sat there in the studio perfecting that craft and saying mm, i don't like the way my voice is pitched on this one it needs to be layered in a different way do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and we need to shine a light on that and so it's great that we shine a light on the production of this album and and the, mm. the manner in which um the sensational level of production on this album because i think the production on this album is phenomenal and thirdly um which goes to a lot of what I said previously, the way in which her voice is layered with that bitch-ass nigga Lucky Day on Boy By, the goddess that is Chloe Bailey on Leak It, and then Summer Walker on Queen Space at the end. Just artistic genius, bro. Like, artistic mm. genius mm-hmm. on the part of all of those artists, including that bitch-ass nigga Lucky Day. Um... <laughs> like it is so so dope and beautiful to hear and like it goes to what you were saying about like 
the production on this album being so good because like like you said the big notes were where the big notes needed to be the layering was where it needed to be mm-hmm. like that that mix on leak it where they're just like one's hitting the high note then the other's just in the background yeah. and it's like oh my goodness they might have to fuck around and leak this shit Bam. Like, <laughs> Bam. they're convincing me like they might have to fuck around i get what they're coming i get where they're coming from i get where they're coming from Mm-hmm. Now the production on here was really great, and I think it was really great. Again, similar to Ari Lennox, like when I was, like at the beginning of this segment, when I asked you like what your favorite song off Shea by Baby was, and you said you love the upbeat stuff, I gave you something completely downbeat and lowbeat when I said static, right? Mm-hmm. It's because she's great at doing both. Yeah, she understands how to perfectly do both, and you see that again on this album, whether it's like the slow nature. Of, of of plenty of fish i was doing that mm-hmm. as soon as i saw pof i thought it was price of fame maybe it's because of brent but like and then it started playing <laughs> but yeah so um where is the nature of uh plenty of fish or the upbeat nature of pressure mm-hmm. or the just sensual sensuality of leak it like whatever mm-hmm. realm of the genre that she needed to step in she was so great. She was so yeah. great at finding the right pocket for her voice, matching that mm. with the beat, matching out the lyrics, the melodies. And then, like I say, when whether it's her voice that was layered on top of her own voice, whether she wasn't layering with Lucky Day, Chloe, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I think mm. then for me, that led to me feeling like the whole project, the project as a whole was is exceptionally cohesive. Like, I, I didn't mm. feel like there were any songs out of place. Pressure as a lead single made sense where it was. It made sense in the context of the rest of the album and what she was talking about and the way in which she was doing that. And then again, like, because she is so authentic in her music and throughout every stage, she keeps to that authenticity. Like, in every song, there's a piece of her personality that comes out, which means that you get that consistent thread throughout the album which keeps it very very cohesive in my personal opinion but what do you say to that i completely agree completely agree um i think it's probably let me not say easy because that discredits what she's done and how how wonderfully cohesive this album is um but i think it might not be as challenging a task or as daunting a task for someone like Ari Lennox to be make a cohesive album because I think as we one of the takeaways especially from this podcast that I already have um I think that most people listening to it will also agree with is that Ari's approach to making music is to just like is to make personal music like her her personality is going to shine through on all the songs so I think as long as there is that connective thread is going to feel cohesive. Like, there's not going to be a song that's like, why is this here? That's crazy. Because every song at the end of the day is a bit of R.E. <laughs> and so it feels like it should be there. Um, but yeah, man, I think with what the production was, the co- this album is just super cohesive. Like, there's nothing you can really say. Like, there's no issues. There's no songs that I'll say shouldn't be here or could have been moved to this spot or this spot. Every song flows into the next song very smoothly. It's a great listen. 
it's one of those albums where it finishes and you're just like, oh, it's done? All right, let's go back to the beginning. Because it just runs through very smoothly. There's no problem. Like, ah, ah, this could have been the outro. Or, ah, okay, let's go. I'm ready to start again or go to the next album. Like, this album goes by. It's a very smooth drive. It's one of those long drives that feels way shorter than it actually is. It zooms by. It really does. Mm. It flies by. Like by the time you're at the end, you're like, oh shit, it's finished. And um, you are looking for more. And, you know, and then, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, I can never get enough of plenty of fish. I'm like, shit, let's just, let's just play that again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, let, me, let me hear about the plenty of fish that are in the fucking sea. I can't find them. None of them be swimming. <laughs> Fam, that's the issue. There's so many fish, but literally no one taught me how to fish. Everyone told everyone that you should teach people how to fish. No one decided. Everyone just gave me fish. The issue is though, bro, for someone who knows who knows how to fish, there's not that mm. many good fish left. Mm. I don't know about the other side of the equation, but from my side of the equation, there's only like six good fish left in the world. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And one of them is near long, who I'm too young for. Damn. So Damn. <laughs> Yo, also, I'll be remiss because I had this thought every time I listened to this album, I had this th- the same thought. Um, and it's not to get on to Beyonce, but I'm getting on to Beyonce again here because I think, and you said it as well when we looked at not Redemption, Renaissance. When we looked at Renaissance and we spoke about it, you said it, and I thought it was a very good point where you said, um, that you don't like, you don't need all of the self empowerment stuff and all that. Um, I think the way that Ari approached the self empowerment route on outside in this song needs to be that's the approach. That's the one that is like, I messed with this. Like her just simple line, yo, whether you worked your body, whether you bought your body, you own that body. You don't need nobody. Like, yo, I'm here for that. I like it. I can get behind it. Bam, this is good. This is excellent. I don't need people to be out here. Yo, we all bad bitches. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it's cool. Not everyone can pull it off, though, innit? Like, know your lane. Know how you're going to self-empower people. And that's, again, talking about... um, Man, my vocabulary is so good earlier. Now I'm missing words. Um, Genuineness. Authenticity. Authenticity. I like that. Uh, <laughs> but I talk about authenticity. I don't know if you ever saw the interview that um, Ari and um, Summer Walker did together, like a couple years back. Coming off, yeah. Of, when over was it. that? Was that when the one that Ari was playing with Summer's cheeks? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's the same energy that I feel on this album. Like literally on the outside, that same energy. That's what I'm thinking of when those two were talking to each other and she was just like, oh, you what? That's a BPL? Yeah, but you're still great, blah, blah, blah. Like, that same energy conveys onto her music, I think. Also, those two together might be one of the most dangerous R&B duos in history because them on Queen Space, my God, my goodness. You can't leave me hanging like that because Queen, oof, man, flipping out. But yeah, like, I just felt like I had to mention that. I would have been. It wouldn't have been me if I didn't mention that because there's a thought that I had consistently listening to this album. Yeah, it wouldn't have been you if you didn't shot on Beyonce. I, but it's a great point. Like I think it's a, I think it's a sensational point and and a great thing that you picked up on. Like it's, again, it's authentic to her, man. It's authentic mm. to her, and I think 
Maybe it's because we see so much of Ari Lennox's personality through social media that we know it's like authentically her and who she is. And you have that interview to go back on to remind you like, yeah, like she practices what she preaches in her music in real life. And like, mm. so. Yeah. It gets like yeah. that. What, what, um, let's talk about the songs, what individual songs stick out to you. Um, what song had you going, ooh, we, what song made you wheel it up? You know, what song, you know, <laughs> what song reminded, what song gave you that feeling? You know what I'm saying? I think the two songs that I love, well, the three songs I love, um, and I have different thoughts on all of them. Waste My Time Outside, love them. For the same reasons I said, I came in and said I love BMO. Um, upbeat songs, high energy, and Ari's voice is just beautiful on both of them obviously different approaches to both of them in terms of the messaging that she gets across and I'm a big fan of both of them we've already spoken about them so I won't go into too much much more detail on them um but yeah I love those songs man those songs are probably my highlight of the album when we get to that song it's like oh man new burst of energy in me I want to dance um and the third one to probably no one's surprise is Leak It Leak It I love that song for Chloe. Um, I think she's super talented and I've loved pretty much everything she's done since um, her second album with Chloe and Harley. Um, and I've loved her solo career as well. I just, I'm nervous that she is trying to pinhole, not pinhole, pigeonhole herself into this um, this sexual icon type person. And I think there's more to her and we haven't necessarily gotten it yet. I hope we get to it, but I think she's amazing at what she does anyway, regardless. And this song, woo, this song, talk about duets, Jesus. These two together is dangerous. Like this song is, oh man, they work off each other so, so, so well. Um, But yeah, those are my highlights for this album, man. Good choices. Um, for me, Plenty of Fish is a huge standout. I think it's a phenomenal intro um, and really sets the time for the whole album and the themes that Ari um, goes on to address. I think Hoodie, I really love Hoodie. Um, I really love that song and, and the simplicity of it. But again, personality comes through. Can I get in that hoodie? No, you can't. Get your fucking own. Get your own. But on top of that, I love that song. Um, and then, yeah, Leaker is a is a huge standout. Um, again, you know, I I personally would be remiss if I didn't, you know, once again say that Chloe um, can be out here making songs with Ari Lennox, but she can't tweet Free Gunner, not one time. Um, still waiting. <laughs> still waiting. Just one Free Gunner text, you know what I'm saying? Like Mariah the scientist between yeah, no. free flow damn near every month. And I'm telling her she doesn't need to do that. Like, but she still still does it. But Chloe can't tweet free gunner not one time. But meanwhile, while Gunner was out here, could couldn't couldn't see Chloe without Gunner. Gunner was her favorite accessory. At all. Oh man. Man. Oh, look at cultural appropriation. Bro, it's crazy. Mm. I'm joking. Chloe, I love you. Yeah, call me. Um, <clears throat> Should we take it to the scales? Yeah, take it to the scale, man. 
<laughs> okay, so to see some of Nigerians' album rankings go as follow. I hate that I ever listened to this. Won't be listened to again. Whole lot of mid. Might stay in rotation for a week. Pretty damn good. Serious project. And either one of us can then give it our 50% stamp of approval. If both of us give it our stamp of approval, then the album will become 100% to Stubborn Nigerians approved. Um, I struggled with this one. Um, there was a few different places that I thought it could be as I listened to it more and more. Um, I think for the most part, I'm landing on pretty damn good. It's a pretty damn good project. Um, I'm a big fan of it. I really, really enjoy it. Um, I don't have it as an album. I don't see it as an album that will stay in rotation for like years and years to come or that could come on any given year and now I have to listen to the whole album for a week. Um, I think the album I'm always probably going to enjoy but I struggle to justify putting it in that very serious album and henceforth giving it a stamp of approval so I think it lands in pretty damn good um, I'm going to disagree with you man this album has my stamp of approval I, I think it's mm. one of the um best R&B albums I've had this year. Um, Great now on that scale, I think it lands there. I think it's a phenomenal follow-up to Shake Bark Baby. I think it achieves everything that Ari Lennox wanted it to achieve. From a fan's point of view, someone who's a fan of hers and has been waiting for an out follow-up album, has enjoyed the singles that she's dropped along the way, such as Chocolate Pomegranate or Grounded, or If You Want Me to Stay. Um, it achieved everything that I wanted it to achieve from a fan's perspective and so I think um I think it is an album that I will I mean it's been an album that I've kept coming back to in the month that it's been out where it says a lot from the fact that other albums I've absolutely adored just this year alone do not last a month in rotation um and then I I definitely have the songs similar to Shea Bart Baby, which I know that I can and will continually be coming back to for various different mm. reasons. And and so yeah, for me this this definitely has my my stamp of approval. I love love this project and I'm really, really happy for Ari Lennox, not just for the quality of the project, but for the reception that it's been receiving um since its release. Fair. Fair. Well, that was our album review of the week. Ari Lennox, age, sex, location. Um, hey man, it's that time of the week anyway. Um, where you guys go to the only two people that you can trust to give you music recommendations for your following week. Um, Paul, what do you have for the people this week, man? I have an up and coming artist who has a lot of um projects out so they have an extensive collection but um they're up and coming and they've recently like in the past week or so come across like well i've seen them come across like this huge opportunity which i think is going to give them an opportunity to blow so i'm really excited to see 
the shine that they're about to get. And so I want to give you guys like, they're someone who I've been listening to personally for years. Um, and so I'm really excited for them to get the shine. And I really think like this is going to be one of the next ones to blow. Um, so the artist is um, Rihanna. Um, and I think that you guys should all go out and, and listen to them. They've recently been announced that they're going to be doing a Super Bowl halftime show, which is like huge, huge news. Mm. So Rihanna. And they haven't put anything out in a while, but like I said, an extensive, extensive back catalogue. And so you guys should just go out and, you know, listen, because I think I think she has the potential to be like next up. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> my ex <ex-ray>, I'm <laughs> Yo <sighs> One of the saddest cases of music, man. How can someone just retire? I doubt it'd be like that without letting me know that this is gonna be their last album. <laughs> one man one man said Rihanna's having to Google the lyrics to her own songs for this performance. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> All right, my my recommendation for this week. Um, I spoke about them earlier. Coast Contra, never freestyle. Man, um, man, not much more I can say that I didn't say earlier, but this is something. This is something. Please forgive me. I don't know all the members' names yet, but the final verse on this freestyle might be one of my favorite things in music this year. Like just the story that he told of him going to go link this person, getting beaten up, yo, the police come hallelujah, like, yo, the way that he's wove that story together. Also, shout out to Rap Genius for, like, that whole series where they just have artists come up and, like, explain what they were trying to get into. I I love it. I'm a massive fan of it. Um, Obviously, I still enjoy doing it myself, but it is... Nigga, you cool. don't read. Huh? Nigga, you don't read. No, I don't read. I just listen. <laughs> they give us the audio files. I don't need I don't need the And you think you pick up everything. Of course you do. Of course you do. No, I don't. I don't pick up everything. I pick up what I pick up. That's all mm. I need to pick up. You know, I don't need to pick up everything. God. But yeah, nah. Um I love it, man. The never the never freestyle by Coast Contra. Go and give that a listen. And just like that. Track 75, done, dusted. We're on to bigger and better things than track 76. Soon to be track 80, soon to be track 90, soon to be track 100. Wow, we're approaching that number quickly. That's crazy. Huh. This was a fun episode, man. This was a Enjoyable. fun episode. Mm. Enjoyable. Enjoyable. Mm. Do you have any last remarks for the people? Any last remarks for the people? Um, well, it worked last time. So let me try it. Neil Long, if you hear this, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm out. Like, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for you. I feel for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Shaka <laughs> Khan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't kill me. I want to be down for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I like, I want to be down. In fact, before the end of today, I'm going to write you a four page letter and I'm going to enclose it with a kiss. All right. <laughs> and you better get it on time <laughs> because you're always on my mind. You know what I'm saying? You're always on my mind. You're just the angel of mine. 
for real. That, that's what you are. You're just an angel of mine. And, you know, <laughs> if you leave me, I'll go crazy. Crazy insane. <laughs> if you take your love away from me. The love you haven't gotten yet. What is that? The love you haven't gotten yet. It's unrequited, but it's there. It's there. It's, it's there. You know what I'm saying? It's there. Um, but yeah, so, because you're all I need mm. to get by. All I need to get by. <laughs> yeah, nigga, relax. <laughs> every R&B song that you have to come and name that. Oh, you want more? You no. Want more? You want <laughs> no, more? no, just like it. You don't want me to give you my confessions? <laughs> you don't want my confessions? Whilst you're trying to court someone, you're trying to confess. Yeah, why not? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not like you, mate. All right? Mm. I keep my shit out in the open. Mm. So... <laughs> Boston Celtics are done. <laughs> I love God. <laughs> but, but Raheem, is this the moment that spurs them together? You know what I'm saying? Could this God be what me. really unites the team? God. If they go win the championship now, I'll be so angry. At Bro, Ime. apparently, apparently Jalen Brown was liking tweets about Ime not being there. What if this is the year he takes the next step? And if Jalen Brown takes the next step, how many more steps are there? None, man. People need to stop calling these guys a young team. These guys are I mean, so, <laughs> hey, bro. God forbid, but I think the Celtics Championship will be the worst thing ever. All right, cool. Um, I am going to play us out with BMO, Break Me Off by Ari Lennox. Everyone at home, please remember that Nigeria never carries last. Peace and Do you get tired?